someone you should know. A program about people you know, and even more that you don't. Hosted by Stuart Sachs, veteran, husband, father, and grandfather. Now, here's your host, Stuart Sachs. Well, welcome back to another edition of Someone You Should Know. As I always say, glad to have you with us. Uh, and uh, we are brought to you today by, uh, well, we're, we're, we're being brought to you today by a couple of doctors. The first one is my favorite computer doctor, and that's Christine Dean, who is the DFW networking diva. She is the doctor of everything computers. I know if you want any, any help with your marketing, your website, improving your presence on the World Wide Web, call Christine. She'll even give you a free consultation. Yeah, call Dr. Christine. And the reason that I say doctor is because my guest is also a, a doctor of sorts because she is the telephone doctor, Nancy Friedman. Hello. Good to see you. Or there you to, are, the I, telephone doctor. I think I should say it's good to be seen. As the, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> anyway, yeah, yes, you're... I'm so happy to be here. Go ahead. I, <laughs> I told a friend of mine, she said, what should I talk about on the interview? I said, well, don't say I'm so happy to be here because everybody does it. And I just said it. Right. So. Yes. Thank you for inviting me. I'm yeah, so happy I'm to be here. Happy to be here. You know, and, and, and it's funny because part of what you do is trying to get people to do things that are a little bit out of the box or out of the envelope. And one of the discussions we've had for many, many years was how often do you walk into a retail place of business? And the first thing somebody says to you is, may I help you? No. I'm, you know, I'm and what, and what is, what is the common response to may I help you? No, thanks. I'm just looking. Good. Right. End of discussion. Go away. Yeah. And in you are you are a proponent as I have been by saying say anything other than may I help you. Right. And, 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 and you know the whole thing is common sense story but you and I know that common sense is not as out there as much as it should be. It, it well exactly. Exactly. But you know you you have to be creative and and even today in today's rough and tumble retail environment you have to be even more creative than you were 5, 10, 15, and 20 years ago. It's harder, much, much more difficult now with everything that's going on. And I, I sometimes say, I don't want to even say the word COVID, but it's it's changed the lives of so many. So deal with it, run with it, fix it the best you can. And I think it's fair to say that if anybody who, who really was turned upside down during COVID, uh, some had to close their businesses, some had to kind of reestablish their businesses or reinvent them. I know if you think that today, because COVID is a little bit more toward the back burner, that you should go back to your old, you know, uh, routine, sadly mistaken. Very sadly, very sadly. I was in a store, a retail store the other day, and I said, what's going on here? You know, and I wasn't mad or anything. And she says, well, you know, it's COVID. Really? Yes. When did it start? You're kidding. I said, yes. <laughs> I must have missed it on the way in. <laughs> I, it's, it's been an excuse for so many businesses. Uh, and I, I just don't, I, I, I am not able to buy that. I didn't buy it from my kids, not whether it was COVID, but any excuses, you know, just step up to the plate. You know, I, if I may just mention on time down in the keys, you, you know, Bayside uh, Grill, Bayside. Right. Bayside Grill. He's got the best little sign on his tables that I thought he wrote it. 
and I'm not going to read it to you because I don't have it in front of me, but basically it says, yes, we're understaffed. Yes, we're, you know, half of our waiters are working twice the time. Please have a, please talk to the person you're with, have a drink, relax. I promise you the food will be good. And it was such a warm little, hey, we know what's going on. Please bear with us. How can you not work with that? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other the other excuse that I'm getting really fed up with is uh, the supply the supply, supply line, chain. the supply chain. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, excuse us because uh, we're having difficulty getting the French fries. Uh, we're having difficulty uh, with the grill uh, where we're missing a part. You know, you're not here to give me excuses. You're here to cover the excuses and and uh, and make my my visit. Pleasurable. Yeah. Right. And if anybody in in business doesn't have a plan B for most things, I'm a very big believer in plan Bs. may never use them, but they got to be back there. What if we have a flood? What if this happens? What if if the S hits the fan? What, you know, what are we going to do? And and that goes back to our business training. I'm not trained on all those things, but uh, it's just amazing how many companies don't put the training on a high priority uh, and just let the stuff roll. You know, one of them is what what what's your backup plan if the lights go out? Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's there's a plan B for everything. Uh, I don't always have it, but I would say you know ninety percent of the time I've got a plan B. When somebody gives me a, a situation, I always say, well, let's go to plan B. And I would say ninety nine percent of the time, plan B works if That's you right. have one. Right. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit excited. My, my, you know, the one that bothers me the most is when, uh, when you either call a vendor or whatever, well, I'm sorry, we can't help you with that because our computers are down. Oh yeah. (laughs) You don't have an alternate way of looking at your stock to see if what I need is available. You know, Dick, you, I don't know if you remember Dick, my husband, uh, he's vice president of telephone doctor and he writes all the telephone doctor series and some of the other ones that's online. But we have one called Killer Words of Customer Service. And, of course, I can go over the top two. There's not time to go. Well, maybe there is to go over all of them. But the one of them that's in there is my computer's down or my computer's slow. So those are are killer words because, pardon the expression, who cares? That's right. And it's your problem, not mine. So there (laughs) are different ways to tell somebody something. And that's what we're all about. We have a language of telephone doctor is, you know, start with a positive, never start with a negative. So, and if you follow that mantra, with start your, start your situations your, with your kids, your mother, your father, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, Battle of the Sexes. I love that show. <laughs> I say that. You're so transparent, so honest. That's another program. Okay, I won't go on that. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> plan B and then, you know, Put it in action when it happens. Okay, I'm making notes so I don't forget. Yeah. Okay. No, you, I mean you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, my feeling. I'm sorry. My, did I get that in writing? Yes, <laughs> that was one of my father's favorite phrases. <laughs> right. and, and he also used to say that if you have to, if you have to say a negative, say it in a positive way. Right. Those and things there, should come around again. Uh, it. My mother used to tell me, Nancy, there's very little new, just new people doing it. Right. That has kept my feet on the ground, especially, you know, when I meet somebody who thinks they've invented something that's been around. Our kids tell us jokes that we told our parents that they told their parents. I mean, it just happens. Absolutely. You know, 
you've developed you've developed a program to to really make people open their eyes to how they're doing business and and especially attacking that that initial contact you know i think those first few minutes that that uh, a a business operator uh you know deals with this client this this perfect stranger Right. That's going to set the stage. They're either going to walk out with nothing or they're going to walk out with a package. Or a smile on their face. I mean, you can walk That's out right. with nothing and still be happy. You know, it, that, it, it's not that you have to have what you want. It's like you, you have to have the feeling that people care. Um, and make them want to come back again if they've walked out with nothing this time. Exactly. And tell people, hey, these people were super. They handled me great. That's what the average retailer, restaurant a business person wants wants to have happen. So ask me anything about that because I'd love to learn from you and learn from the others. And I, it just well, everybody, everybody's touched by what's going on today. Nobody's nobody's out of it. Even the yeah, slammed restaurants. And, you know, and and you are pro- your eyes are probably open uh, wider than most people because when you enter a restaurant, uh, you are uh, looking for the the best experience but sometimes you don't get it and it starts with like the seating hostess yes uh, or so and 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 how are you today and is this your first time visiting us have you have you dined with us before you know those are the things that make you want to feel good as you're sitting down to the table not just follow me and right then, this way right right and then here here's your table and then slaps the four uh, menus down on the table and walks away that that's the first bad taste I get in my mouth. Yeah. And the last thing last thing you want is a bad taste in a restaurant, right? Absolutely. You know, my heart goes out, especially to I'm a small family owned business, 20 people, mother, father, daughter, son. Uh, but the products have gone worldwide. Uh, right. But we're very obviously for what we do, we're very conscious. Of, we don't get a lot of complaints uh, because our the service skills and my programs that I do on Zoom. Uh, which I'm blessed for. I, I I don't know what would have happened. I mean, this whole thing cut out so many people from working, but our Zoom programs for, for businesses have worked. Uh, you know, the good thing about ADD is you can start anywhere you want. That's right. It's <laughs> just like follow the yellow bird. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, and, it, and, and like they say about, about uh, dementia, you get to meet new people every day. <laughs> don't, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, go ahead. The, the, you know the 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 scenario that I just set up. Uh, I don't. Whenever I go into that restaurant and that that seating hostess doesn't acknowledge my existence, uh, you know, I don't blame that seating hostess. I blame the manager or the owner of the restaurant for not training their people right. to make it a better a, a better place. And more, more inviting for the, for the client. So that's the person you're zeroing in on is the owner or manager or general manager to say, listen, you give me a little bit of your time and I will turn your people into the most loving and, and welcoming, welcoming staff that you've ever seen. Uh, you bring up a story that happened many years ago. Uh, a friend, very dear close friend of mine since passed away was the CEO of a major Chicago company, corporate company. I'd say the name, but I prefer not to. Everybody knows it. Uh, and he called me one day. He said, 
he says, I need you to come up here and train my people. I said, you're kidding. He says, no. He says, we, we got what everybody has. And this is, again, huge company. I said, all right, I'll be there. So we set a date. I go up nine o'clock the night before nine o'clock in the morning. I go into the room. There's like 60, 70 people. And my contact friend, CEO of this huge corporation says, okay, I'll pick you up at noon and we'll have lunch. I said, where are you going? He said, we got a golf game. I said, cancel it. He said, what? I said, cancel it. If you're not here with your team, I'm leaving. He's you're kidding. I said, I'm not kidding. What good is it not to have the man, the CEO of the company sit in on, on our program? And we exactly. had that 30 second stare down. Sure, sure. Yeah. Called the, he called his friend. He's, I got to reset our golf date. And he stayed. And afterwards, I mean, just accolades thanking me. He's, I just never gave it a second thought. I said, right. Most management don't. It's all for the staff. It's all for the company. And that's the mentality that you got to set in there. Yeah, a good example of that is, and, and you probably watch it too, is Undercover Boss. Been there, you uh, saw it, yeah. The, 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 the TV show. Because invariably, every CEO that goes undercover to see how well their company is, is running walks away with so many flaws. And that shouldn't be. Uh, this person wasn't trained. How can we do that? Why have we allowed this to happen? It starts at the top. It's not a trickle up theory, folks. It's a trickle down. Starts at the top and you work your way down to make sure everybody in the organization is operating like the CEO and the CEO wants. I just, I love that it starts at the top. We've got a video on it or had a video. I think it's outdated now, but it does start at the top. Uh, and people who take the responsibility at the top are the, are the ones that are thriving better now, better now. Uh, I don't know what happened. I used to do a lot of interviews and I, I think I'm going to go back to them to find out what's going on. I interviewed the Chick-fil-A training director. I interviewed a, you know, a few other companies around the country just to see how they're handling and what's going on. And some people right. say, well, we, we really don't have a training program. Well, is, does that affect you in any way? Well, we do get a lot of complaints. Really? I'm so surprised. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> So your, our point, your points are well taken. Uh, like I say, I've got this little book here, 50 Tips That Make a Big Difference. You could call out any page. It, that tip on there will be a benefit to the audience. Want to call out a page number? Uh, 37. 37. Okay, 37 is. I don't know where I came <laughs> up with that number. Okay, this is my favorite. The funny. Little tip number 17. Put the toilet seat down. <laughs> That's... Very good. Very good. Now, you don't think that's a customer service tip, probably, and maybe others don't either. But you go into a unisex bathroom, put the toilet seat down, guys. Yes. And I, if you are the person on staff that's, in, in, that's responsible for those bathrooms, then it's, it's your responsibility also to make sure that that is, is, is carried out. Yeah, it's been a long battle with my husband. I, 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 we don't have enough time for the comments, and they crack me up. Uh, so now I just slam it down at two o'clock in the morning. He's, what is that? Oh, did I wake you? I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> I don't think it was the paper boy delivering the paper. Right, but anyway, the it's just the little things, that, you know, the the little things that that matter. Everybody's got big problems, but if you concentrate on some of the holes that are missing in your company and stop them, I mean, 
forbidden phrases, the five frustrating voicemail phrases. You know, when was the last time you as a as a CEO or staff or anybody called and, and checked your voicemail? I have busted so many people, friends of mine. Their, their voicemails are either so old, so bad, so uncaring. And my message is, this is Nancy Freeman, the telephone doctor. You are busted. And and I have had a discussion with you too, also about the fact that that so many too many businesses uh, say uh, your call is important to us. Uh, please hold for the next representative. And then what do you get? Muzak. You want uh, to go over the five frustrating voicemail phrases? Please. That, that is one of them, and not that I wanted it to be a surprise, but if you're watching this program and you have not ever or recently within the last six months, call your own cell phone, call your own office and get your voicemail. If you haven't done to check that, here are some things you might want to look for. The first one is, hi, I'm not at my desk right now. Duh, that's a hot lot of news. I mean, your voicemail answer. That, that's absolutely so not necessary. The second one is, I'm sorry I missed your call. Well, you know, sometimes we're not. Sometimes, oh, thank God I didn't. Have to talk to I'm out golfing right now, actually. Yeah. It's it's just a useless statement. And the third one is what we call the groaner, which you just said, your call is very important to me. And then we say, well, why aren't you there? I mean, it's a useless statement. It does nothing and it shouldn't be there. The fourth one, you're probably saying, and anybody listening say, well, what's wrong with this one? I mean, everybody does it. Everybody doesn't do it. I don't. My husband doesn't. Half the people in my office don't. And that's when you say, go ahead and leave your name and number and I will return your call as soon as possible. What's wrong with that, Nancy? Like, No, everybody doesn't do it. I don't, so don't use everybody. What's wrong with it is as soon as possible is relative. Your as soon as possible is different from my as soon as possible is different from his. As it's just not necessary. All you need to say is, and I will return your call. Boom, done, over. You don't That's need right. as soon as possible. The worst yeah. is at my convenience. Yeah. I'll return your call at my convenience. And then the last one, I can go over these with me again if you want, is not providing your caller with an exit plan. Not providing your caller saying, if you want to email me, it's nancy at telephone doctor. That's all one word dot com. You can call my assistant. Here's her. I mean, you, you can give alternatives. You certainly don't want to do a thesis on a voicemail, but there should be another place you can reach somebody if it's that important. So those are the five, and they're on our website. There's a video called Five Frustrating Voicemail Phrases. Um, it's just every everybody, most people have them. And and by the way, folks that, that are watching and listening and all, it will scroll across the bottom of the screen a few oh. times. You can go to nancyfriedman.com. It's as simple as that. And you can get all kinds of information about the, the, the services that Nancy provides. Uh, and this can be to a small one-person a business, or it can be to uh, a 250 employee Thousand. corporation yeah. and all. A lot of these things are very uh, adaptable. Uh, one of my favorites is when you call a doctor yeah. uh, to make an appointment or to ask a question or whatever, what's the first thing the recording says? If this is an emergency, hang up and call 911. I mean, are we just so dumb of a society that we would think I'm going to call my doctor. This is an emergency. I'm bleeding to death, but I'm going to call my doctor and find out what I should do. 
I, the I mean, medical profession has evaded me. They are. Uh, I, I think it's just to cover their own butts. Uh, you probably, know, probably. A, a HIPAA thing. Start off your your message with if it's an emergency. Half of them have have them messages in. that are longer than than you know the the Declaration of Independence, and then now you can go ahead and leave your message. I'm exhausted. I forgot right. why I called after Exactly. Off. Or or have you ever sat there because they're giving you the options? Uh, <laughs> our options have changed. And so you're sitting in there, you're saying, if you want customer service, dial one. All right. So I put my, my one finger up because I'm thinking, well, okay, that might be the one. Then when they say to, to re to make an appointment or reschedule appointment uh, due to, Oh, well, maybe I need two. And you're sitting there trying to go through all of the options. And after you get to nine, they say uh, to repeat this uh, menu, uh, press the pound key, you know, or they get to the very end. If you need assistance right away, dial zero. Or stay on the line. Someone somewhere will be with you. Right. I do need to write those down. I when when I get, and that's a tip. I don't know how people can get near a phone without a pencil and a piece of paper. It boggles my mind. Has anybody ever said to you, uh, or you said, "Can I leave a message?" And yeah, let me get a pencil. I I don't understand that. Right. I mean, yes. if necessary, write it on your hand here. Or before we continue with the menu uh, options and everything, get a pad a pen, and a pencil. You may want to write this down and then, then go through it. And, and the funny thing, we're making light of this, but this is the first point of contact from this company to you, the, the customer or client. And, and if you don't if you don't make that initial experience welcoming, you're putting a bad taste in that that customer or client's mouth right from the get-go. I love talking to you because as a as a former retailer, you, you I mean you get it. And it, not that I have to argue with anybody, but I, everything you're saying I so agree with. And it's not like I'm not needed here because I love having confirmation of what our company does uh, to help people. And we get if you go into our G2 reviews, they're almost embarrassing. They're they're complimentary enough to say, you know, this is the best training we've had, uh, the online learning and with remote, especially, and there's a special remote managing your remote team video that we've just put out. So it, it just circles back, but you're, you're no wonder you've been such a success. Well, you know, and, and you too, because the, the, the one thing that we have to impress upon the people that are watching and listening, uh, is what worked in the past may not be working today because we are, we are a much more mobile society. We are a much more video oriented society. Uh, and the old days really of calling somebody and a human being answers the phone, especially the human being that you called uh, answers the phone and, and, and sees on your, on the caller ID, you know, I mean, how, how good does it feel when somebody picks up the phone and says, oh, hi, Stuart, how are you? No, you we know, don't want to do that. I do need to correct you. Okay. And let me tell you why. May I tell a funny story? Okay, absolutely. You'll appreciate this. Um, just a couple of years ago, I had a secretary, and she comes into my office screaming, crying. I thought somebody had died. I mean, just bawling her eyes out, and it took me 15 minutes to calm her down. She said, what happened? <laughs> well, what happened was we used to have caller ID. And what popped up was her fiance's name and her fiance's phone number. So she picks up the phone and very sexily says something very obscene and not polite, etc. Well, guess what? It was not her fiance. 
and she told me what happened. And I, after she stopped crying, I said, why on earth would you do anything but answer professionally? I don't understand that. We cannot, if you can guarantee me 100% of the time that the person's name who pops up is that person, let's go well, to that, Vegas. That's, let's you, go you to Vegas. a valid point. Yep. So if my husband's name comes up here and it'll say, you know, Dick Friedman calling. I don't go, what are you wearing? Who, how do I know he hasn't passed the phone to somebody and say, would you call Nancy? I've just got a, I don't, I don't feel well or something. I mean, we don't know who we're passing a phone to. So please, please, please don't take a chance with using the, even your girlfriend, your boyfriend, a hundred percent of the time, all I answer with is, hi, this is Nancy. And my dog to my daughter, my son, to everybody, to everybody. Now, maybe that's calling it too far. And people say, well, she's nuts. I'm not nuts. It has happened that I was glad I said, Hi, this is Nancy. And somebody said, well, this isn't your daughter. She's asked me to give you a call. I'm using her phone. It happens. I don't want to get caught and I don't want you to get caught. And the follow up to that is it's probably better to call somebody and then click on the FaceTime feature rather than calling them and having the video right there because you don't know when they answer the phone, you know, whether they are ready. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's good point. I, I don't cover that as much as I should. That's excellent. That's excellent. We always we always have fun when, when we're talking to each other. I, I find it very, very enjoyable. And I want you to share a story that you told me about when we talked earlier uh, about uh, about Dora Dumbbell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and folks, listen up to this because you can learn a lot from this story. It happened so much. Which one was it? Because I just did two videos on it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> when you make a phone call, it is not mandatory. It is with us and our company that when the person answers the phone, I say, hi, Stuart, this is Nancy Friedman. Did I catch you at a bad time? And you get to say, yeah, this is great. Or, hey, I'm just going on the air. Call me back later. Thank you. Bye. Good. So did I catch you at a bad time, a good time, whatever you want to say? Uh, is mandatory. So people have called me and, you know, when they go into their spiel, I say, you have caught me at a very, very bad time. And Dora Dumbbell goes, oh, I didn't know. Well, that's because you didn't ask. So that's just one of those stories. I don't know how you can make a call. I mean, again, my daughter, my family, Dick will call me and say, hey, Nancy, you got a quick minute. It takes less than a second to ask somebody if they're not doing something. My mother lived with us for 20 some odd years. And I would never so say, hey, da, 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 da. I would say, hey, mom, you got a quick moment. Story from her. And I don't mean to be talking too much here. Tell me if I am. No, no. <laughs> or the diva will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, my mother lived with us and she told me the story. And guy calls up and says, hi, Mrs. Friedman. This is Dan from Dial America. How are you today? She says, I'm so glad you called. I have diarrhea. My pacemaker's working a little slow. I got a toothache. I haven't been to the dentist. I got a migraine. I got a bunion on my toe. How are you? And the guy says, well, compared to you, a hell of a lot better. Yeah, right. <laughs> so hi, how are you is another phrase that we have eliminated because all that happens is hi, how are you? Fine. Thank you. How are you? What has happened? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Zero. What value is there to nothing? Nothing. So bottom line. Good to see you. Glad you called. Thanks for calling. I, your voice sounds great. You look great. I mean, you can pass people in the mall, or you're used to, and you just go, 
Hey, Bob, how are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? And they're gone. Sometimes they don't even hear what you've said. Yeah. Well, and stop and think about it. If if you start off by saying to somebody, did I catch you at a bad time or did I catch you at a good time? If it was a bad time, that person probably wouldn't answer the phone anyway and it would go to voicemail. Uh, and and then you they'll call you back later when it is a good time. Hopefully, yeah, you can do that. For, for them. But yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, I generally very, very frequently say to somebody, have you got just a minute or did I catch you at a, at a bad, at a bad time? It's just something that when you're brought up with, it's, it's like washing your hands after, you know what, I mean, you just, you just do it. Um, yeah. It's a courtesy. My grandkids do it. And young sir was getting a job and he says, I got complimented on that. And I said, and they grew up with this stuff. So, I mean, it's it's in their heads. They don't realize how much they know just from dinner talk. Like your folks, you know, the dinner talk that we used to right, have. Right. <clears throat> so, it, yeah, it the list of no-nos goes on and on forever. But there's also good stuff. And we like to honor the, the great restaurants and the great vendors and the great retailers. Uh, even some of the top notches here in St. Louis have, have slid a little bit. Well, we can't get staff. Well, we, well, you can get staff. You're just not training them. Right. It, 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 exactly. And and you mentioned you mentioned a a uh, an employee uh, handbook uh, doesn't really do an awful lot to just hand the handbook to a an employee and say it goes here in the bottom right hand drawer. Yeah, yeah. Or, or read this and come in tomorrow morning at uh, at ten. Uh, isn't it a little bit better to set up a program? maybe led by Nancy Friedman to say, let's discuss this handbook and how it can benefit you. And what are the, what are the chapters that you may want to read twice right. uh, in order to motivate, motivate people. If you're reading anything, you're only as motivated as much as you want to be motivated yeah. anyway. Yeah. We have, I was looking over here to see if I had the list here. We have a 10 point list or I think it's 15 point list of the do's and don'ts of telephone doctor. And they're simple. They're one liners. So you don't just sit down and take it home and practice. You just sit down and read. Oh, you're supposed to let people know when when you're not coming in or when you'll be late. You're yep. supposed to call in the office. Things have changed with remote now, of course, and we understand that. Uh, but, but you say the basics, the common sense will never go away. Dick has a saying <clears throat> when I, somebody said that, well, you're so old school. And we always say, if it weren't for old school, there would never be new school. That's right. My my father had a phrase that I, I I always remembered too, and it was that the the customer is not the the main reason that you're here, the customer is the only reason you're here. He was so was he in the retail business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in the retail business that Lauren and I then uh, then took over and ran for forty years. Well, you uh, and and there is a there's a lot to be learned from the old school. There is, and it frustrates me that. Young people put anybody over 70 or 65, they put them in a corner. I guess I did too. And I want to apologize to anybody that I did. But there's so much good stuff in over 60 that remains with you that could help other people, not just the younger generation. They're smart. They're very smart. I mean, they know more about this computer than the man in the moon. Yeah, the, the only problem I have with that is sometimes they spend more time on that than they do actually, like you said earlier, talking to your grandkids. I mean, 
if you can get your grandkids on the phone to talk to you, that's one thing because it's usually just a text message that goes back and forth. And 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 yeah. every other word is abbreviated, so you don't know how to how to oh, decipher I, it. I want to go. Here it is. You, you got well, you know. Oh, the texting dictionary. Okay. I mean, there's some things that I don't even know, but some of them are. are I mean, there's. Oh, you know, LOL. PCM, Stuart, PCM. PCM. Yeah, so it's right here. Oh, please call me. Why? Do, how do you know that? I don't know. I just I just deciphered it. But, you know, we got, oh, my God. My favorite one is, you know, how over over the years we always used to say, um, are you okay? And we would write it O-K-A-Y. Right, 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 right. Right. Then it got abbreviated to just O-K. Right. Now when I send something to my my daughter or something, she writes back K. K-K. And if it's good, it's K-K. Yeah, K-K. K-K. That's okay, okay. It's fun. It, well, it is funny. You know, I don't mind learning new things about, you know, when I saw this text abbreviation, I thought, I got it. Oh, I don't have it in front of me, but I got for Mother's Day, the coolest grandma ever plaque. And I posted it and everybody said, you bet, you bet, you bet. I want to stay up with, with the kids. Uh, they're, they're fast. They're good. And they some of them are just incredibly smart. You have yeah. How many grandkids you got now? What? I just have one. How old? He's 12. Well, well, he probably knows more about that computer phone than... Oh, he does. If I have a problem, I call him. You know, press this button or that button or open this page and 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 uh, and go to the upper left-hand corner, Pop, and uh, press on that. Marvelous. Marvelous. You're right. But Someday I'm going to do a show and interview you. Oh, you got any, a very anytime. interesting background. Yeah. Anytime. I'm at your beck and call. Well, and that's always been a passion of mine. I, I am blessed with getting on podcasts and interviews, you know, even the big guys. But I always like the backstory of people who are professional interviews. I interview yours. I'm not professional. I'm good, but I'm not as good as you. There's got to be a backstory, a fun story, a how you got in. I mean, this that's not what I want to do now because this is my show now. This is my time. Well, you you talk about backstory. That was really the, my my next direction I was going to go in is you have been known as the telephone doctor for how long now? And where, how, where did that develop from? How did you start uh, developing the telephone doctor? That's my favorite story. And we didn't even talk about asking that. That's good. Uh, I was working with my husband at our weatherline business, which was, we were the largest provider of weather information by phone in the United States. So we were pretty oh. good. I was the lady who had, who kept track of the accounts and made sure that we renewed them because it was a yearly investment. And one day I had time, I said, I'm call my insurance agent. So insurance people, if you're out there listening, this story is for you. <laughs> so I called my insurance agent. He wasn't there. And I asked a simple question of Dora Dumbbell. <laughs> I, I have another word for it, but I don't use it on the air. <laughs> uh, and I asked a question. She's, I'm new here. Oh, well, is there somebody who can help me? Let me give you to Susie. Susie, come on. I'm Nancy Freeman, one of Michael's good accounts. Da, 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 da. She said, I have no idea. Wow. And a third person came on and similar answer. So I called my friend, my friend, the agent, the next day, and I said, Michael, cancel all my policies. He said, What happened? I said, Your people stink. They're so rude. They're so unfriendly. They're so unhelpful. They're, just, I don't need that. He said, would you come over and show them? And more conversation and keeping this short. I said, okay. So I went over nine o'clock Monday morning, 
cup of coffee, donut, and there's six, seven ladies sitting there. And I said, well, at our office, we say please. And one woman's writing down. And I said, we say have a nice, you know, we talk to people. We just, I mean, just like we're talking about stupid thing. And they were writing faster than I could talk. And I said, thank you very much. And I started to walk out the door after a cup of coffee and started to walk the door. And the president of the insurance company said, thank you very much, Nancy. We really learned some new things. I came home and I told Dick, I said, Dick, they really learned some new things. And Dick said, don't ever be surprised. No one has ever shown them. Well, continue on. We had dinner that night with the advertiser of our Weatherline advertiser in Davenport, Iowa. He came to St. Louis. We had dinner. What do you talk about when you take a client out to dinner? What you did that day. So he said, what'd you do today? So I told him I'm calling Michael, canceling my policies, cookies, donuts, round table, everything. And he called me the next day, the editor, the publisher of the newspaper. He said, I want you to come to my newspaper and train my people. Really? And I hung up. I said, Dick, I, I, I've never done this before. And, you know, 35 years old, I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. He said, well, right, right from your heart. So I did. Flew up to Davenport, Iowa, delivered four programs. The first program was only to managers of the newspaper. And when I was done, maybe 75 of them, the editor of the Quad City Times in Davenport, Iowa, came up to me and said, you're very good. He said, I'm going to call you the doctor. I'm going to call you the telephone doctor. And I came running home to Dick. I said, Dick, somebody called me the telephone doctor. What will we do? He said, let's go get it registered. We're going to have some fun. So fun we've been having. It's just part of our culture. Oops. Let's begin the fun and here's some yeah. tips. So it was a newspaper editor that named me the telephone doctor. It was the experience of being treated rudely that got me started. And I'm, I bet there's a lot of businesses that have a backstory that just isn't like I applied for a job and I'm here. You know. Yeah, well, and I think there's a lot of businesses that need to kind of turn around and look at themselves, you oh, know, yeah. turn turn that camera uh, about to a selfie and say, uh, am I doing the best that I can do to greet my customers and to maintain my customers? Um, and, 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 you know, customers are your best form of advertising, too. If you take good care of them, they tell somebody else, you got to try this, this business because, or this restaurant. It's really good. The staff is wonderful. Uh, what does that, what does that form of advertising cost you? Yeah. Nothing. Zero. Absolutely nothing. You know, well, you know but old... we, we let our guard down sometimes yeah. and we forget to pick that guard up again. That's very true. And then people like you come yeah. along and you say, you know what? I think it's about time that we bring somebody in that can really kick everybody in the butt because they're tired of listening to me. It, it was not only that, but I would say 95% of my calls for a Zoom program since COVID started is, Nancy, we got to get back to basics. They all want the basics. Now, there's an old saying, the customer's always right. And we don't agree with that. At Telephone Doctor, we say the customer always thinks they're right. And that's the mentality you got to work with. You can't say, hey, you're wrong, or that's not happening, or you can't do that. Yeah. You've got to always keep a smile on your face. Yes. <laughs> my, that's my smile. My, 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 my father also had another one. He always, always used to say, and we were in the retail business, don't, don't sell the customer what she wants, sell her what you have. <laughs> and it takes a talent in order to sell the merchandise because what she's got in her mind may have been something she saw six months or a year ago. And, and she's looking for that. You know, 
there, you're, you are so right. There's an old sales trainer, old, he's dead now, uh, J. Douglas Edwards, and he had a wonderful book that Dick still has called Questions Are the Answers. Mm -hmm. So if you can question people without bombarding them with one question after another, bing, 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 bing. But let me ask you another question. Uh, is this for the? Is this for a daytime party or an evening party? I mean, it, it, are you looking for a light color or a dark color? I mean, and as you walk through this, it, there's so much going on there. I am so honored to be a lasting, as the company has survived 40 years. Um, and it, it's, it's a thrill to have people say, hey, I used your, so they always call it stuff. I used your stuff and I say it's right. not stuff, it's training material. Okay, so right. I used your stuff, uh, you know, in 1989 or 1990, and I still use it now. I, I love, you know, it's just a, there's there's a thrill to that. So, so did you have to, when COVID hit, did you have to now revise your stuff? <laughs> well, my stuff, I, I got, because I had a little lung cancer. I don't know if I told you that, but it was taken out, no chemo, no care, chemotherapy, no radiation. And the doctor said, don't go, don't go speaking. What? That's how I make a living. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well cut me yeah. off right here. Well, plan B was there for me and that was Zoom. And Zoom has replaced, uh, certainly not as much as the onsite because they're not doing as much. But we right. do three or four Zoom programs a month for companies, corporations, annual conferences, or just basic reminders. Uh, the Zoom programs, it's embarrassing the comments we get, but I do keep it lively. They know that, you know, this is a prize and this is a prize. We give prizes all through the program. Um, so I will say the, the only, not the only thing I want to say to your audience, you've got a great audience, is if you're thinking about a Zoom program, you know, give us a call because that the energy, the positivity, the humor, the interaction uh, is, is all there. Yeah, I don't get to hug you, which I miss. But the yeah. doctor has said, Nancy, people with underlying conditions, and there's a whole new strain coming. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I think the, the bottom line to our whole conversation is that getting back to basics yeah. and all is very often the best starting point again, uh, because if you've if you've let your guard down, you're going to lose customers to other other businesses. Well, and that's and the other thing you want to do. And the other businesses are not letting their guard down. So right, they're 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 picking up what you just dropped. Yeah, good point. Good point. You're your own competition. Uh, yeah. So, and, it, and it doesn't matter what business. I mean, I, I get businesses that are, you know, I'm doing a garage door company next week, you know, but they got locations all over the country. It's not just restaurants, not just, you know, ladies' clothing stores. Yeah. Every company, uh, glass company, it just, the industry and, that's, and that's a good point because you can cover all you know any any it could be a service industry it could be a a uh, for profit it could be a non profit right with uh, a foundation and all that just needs a, a little bit of a, a, a revision or a kick in the in the in the butt. But, uh, I mean, we do that to our cars. Why don't we do it to our people? Right, right. That's a good. Absolutely. That's a good article. I'm. I like that. Well. She's Nancy Friedman. She's the telephone doctor. World's Nancy, only. NancyFriedman.com. Check it out and follow her. 
and say, hey, I saw you on someone you should know. And I, I really like you. And I think you should come to our corporation and talk to us. We can either do it in person or by Zoom. I'm sidelined for on person right now by the doctor, especially with this new strain coming through, evidently. Yep. But, but uh, I'm but okay. Zoom that. always works. Yeah, it, it, it's been good to me. Yeah. Please, please, please give your beautiful wife, Lauren, a hug. And the same to Dick. We we both we both lucked out in getting spouses that that number one understand us and lasted, <laughs> lasted. And we have to thank your cousin Harry. Yep, my cousin Harry, Harry Sachs uh, from from Las Vegas, who actually grew up with you. Uh, you we were old classmates together, and he introduced us, and it's been a it's been a wonderful friendship. We haven't seen each other in person. But but a few times, but we're still very very good friends. Well, Dick and Dick and Harry are pretty. They go back and forth. I guess Harry and Patty are went to Greece or something. I don't know. Yeah, and if oh and God. if you want to tell stories, boy, get this group together and you got You're some right, to right. Tell. Thank you for your time, your energy, your humor, and Christine. Mwah. Well, and and thank you very very much. I always close my store my my, my show by saying, "Be yourself," because everyone else is taken. And you know what I'm talking about. So thanks again for tuning in to Someone You Should Know, and we'll see you right here again next week. Thank you again, Nancy. Thank you. Talk with you again soon. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Someone You Should Know. 